It's not an AMA. Short recap about the games. This is a play by play. No Instagram, these holograms. Boy, these ain't the same. This all harming, you know we do things a different way. We got in the room, come join the team, but don't be in the way. Stay tuned, join that Patreon. We do giveaways. Magnetic and ATM, you know they on a different wave. Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, pick a day. This all harming, you know that we glad you here today. This, this, this not an AMA. This not an AMA. This not an AMA. Short recap about the game. This is the play by play. Huh. Yeah. Yep. Week 14, Adam. Main slate. Almost done. Almost done. Down to the Bills. Down to the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes with the chance to be the hero. This is going to happen. What do you think? Where, where are you nah. at on this? I got Saying a feeling nah. this one ain't going to happen. I mean, I, I think the Bills, obviously, to the story. The story of the Bills. Just trying to come back, get them in the playoffs, you know? Yeah. You, you think the NFL's got a call in? Like, Don't let this happen. Um, I don't know, but it, it feels like the narrative at least fits their their desires today. You know, that's fair. The, <laughs> it was a hell of a week, buddy. Yes, hell it was. Week. Hell, it was. What you do? Um, teams winning. They need to yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, I don't think I'm going to. I'm not going to lose any of the games I was like, you know, watching that would have really meant anything. Right. So I got what one of the most most needed to get me a buy and. Everything else, I think I'm going to win. There's still the, th- the crazy part is with two Monday night games and the Sunday night. Like, there's a couple that don't actually feel determined yet. You know what I mean? Right. There's so many right. players out there still on uh, those three games that are so meaningful. I need uh, I need big performances here from uh, Bandwagon Sticks and Xbox, right? Like okay. Best Ball Resurrection. Those are not with. good people to normally bet on having <laughs> no, 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 best no. weeks, but but I'm the right. four seed. But I have more points than all the three seeds above me. So, but I'm a game behind. So I needed two people to get knocked off. I need like you and Eric, Eric and Righteous Bra. I don't give a fuck. Two of y'all. Give me a <laughs> second. I don't know why I left my drink over there. Hold on one second. What are you doing, man? That's terrible. How dare you, buddy? So, like, let's. We should get into it though, right? We should get into the uh, the games because. Want to start with the Browns Jags or I guess yeah, it's, it's a good fire one. Enough. All right. Let's go Browns Jags. Mr. Joe Flacco made the thumbnail. Look Holy at him. shit, man! I mean, Mike, uh, what a what a pickup in some best ball leagues, no? Oh, there's some uh, there's some talk in the Discord, man. We got some people putting bets down for comeback player of the year. It's on a heater. What what's your take on this, man? Talk. Oh, to me. they named him the starter. They named him the starter for the rest of the year. So he's playing well. Uh, apparently, Joe Flacco in a not Jets offense looks really good, but I'm pretty sure you can say that for everybody, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the Jets, uh, not good. I like Joe because he's just going out there and he's slinging it. It's not this uh, vanilla, you know, when they had PJ Walker, they're just trying not to lose. Well, Joe just goes, they don't. Go. Uh, can I tell you what it is? They, they don't have to hide Joe Flacco. And when you don't yeah. have to hide somebody, you just run the offense. And honestly, Mike. I'm going to give you guys a stat, all right? In, in the last two years, <clears throat> there's been two quarterbacks. Count them two. Go over 300 yards as Brown's passer. Ooh. I give you one. Joe Flacco today. Okay. Can I you give me give number me two? Other one. Jacoby Brisket. Jacoby Brisket went over? 
Look yep. at him. Uh, yeah. So this is what happens when you get a guaranteed quarterback, man. You got, you know, a couple over 300-yard performances from guys that are not him. One of the things I thought interesting about this one, Joe Flacco's QBR was terrible for the day. Yes. Uh, his quarterback rating. We, we've been over that on this show. Like that ancillary, I don't know what the hell. Who uses it? You know, you just want to tout it when Brock Purdy has a perfect rating or whatever. Who cares? <laughs> but his QB rating wasn't good. Fantasy production, very good. And the Browns got the win. So yep. I don't know what that tells you. And he put up stats. So I don't know some of these metrics to measure quarterbacks that we use. Do they really matter? <laughs> right. I mean, I guess I, I don't know. I, here, here's what I know. I mean, let me just tell you about Joe Flacco. It's helping the Browns win, and it's helping – some of the best ball teams that I just threw a couple bucks fab at them, you know, or got them for free, frankly. So um, I'm in. I'm in in fantasy, and I'm in for the Browns. It's their best option to finish the year out by far, in my opinion. Hot take alert. Playoff push and best ball. I'm sending a third for Joe Flacco. Where are you at on uh, Amari Cooper now with Joe Flacco? Uh, you like his uh, his outlook a lot better than you do with a DTR or PJ Walker for sure, right? Yeah, like Joe Flacco's got the ability to get him the ball, and he force-fed the hell out of him today. Fourteen targets. Now, didn't come down with all of them. No, but uh, you're not gonna complain about seven for seventy-seven on fourteen targets. The usage is there. Yep. Mari Cooper, playoff stretch. Joe Flacco, that'd be that little <laughs> sneaky stack, right? That uh, to get some stuff done for you at the playoffs. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's Amari Cooper doesn't cost a first no more. Well, yeah, I mean, if you still haven't, if you if your deadline has um, is about to hit on Monday, what would you send for Amari Cooper? I guess is the question. Do you think you could send uh, two seconds if I, one I, of them was like mid to early? I think you might be able. And you to, could man. get Amari Cooper and Joe Flacco. <laughs> why, why not? I think you might be able to. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. I did have a guy uh, try to send me Amari Cooper. Okay. Like trying to get him off his team here before this uh, trade deadline comes up. Okay. And he wanted Chris Olave, so there are still the delusional people out there. So just be aware. <laughs> be just aware, be aware of, of that. All right. So <laughs> then, Mike, I mean, is there any appeal at this point for Elijah Moore, I guess, is a question I have for you. Nope. I got okay. none. Yeah, I don't no, have any you. either. No, I'm good. I mean, I'll, I'll roster him in a best ball, you know, if I could pick him up for a fourth, sure. But, no, I, I don't have any real interest in Elijah Moore. <laughs> that ship sailed long yeah, time Yeah, I mean – Best ball, uh, I would treat him as if I would treat any other kind of roster clog or normal lineup receiver, I guess. Like, that's that's what I treat him as. Um, no interest in lineup. Best ball, I'm as interested as, I don't know, as, as free. Got, I'm as interested as free gets, right? I got about the same interest in Elijah Moore as I do Josh Reynolds, <laughs> right? <laughs> Gosh, that's really uh And that might be a something. shot at Josh Reynolds. Like Josh Reynolds might actually play better. It's kind of sad, though, you know. But you, you you're not going to start him in the lineup league. No. I mean, in best ball, it's a it's a wide receiver with a job. Like, yep. That's it. We're going to come back to David and Joku. I'm trying to get this uh his hologram up. Don't worry, we're we're going to talk about Ooh. David and Joku. What, but, does he get uh, a special? Well, he's he's going to at least get a blow up. No, I mean, you got to give fair. him that, he, right? He does deserve a blow up. He had a monster game. Yep, I'm with you. Um, all right, so. Maybe I can get it over here. Uh, what about T-Law? What was your thoughts on T-Law? Should he have stayed hurt? He was an ass. Should he have stayed yeah, he hurt? Stayed. Yeah, he was ass. He was ass. I know they came back in the second half, and he got some touchdowns. Like So he kind of salvaged his fantasy day, but from a quarterback standpoint, he was ass most yep. of the game. 
if not yep. all game. He didn't look good. Um, he moved around better than I thought he was going to, right? Like he had a couple uh, scrambles there where I was like, oh, he's actually moving pretty well. But Yeah, he he, he kind of like dove uh, forward a couple times. He's running around a little bit. Like uh, Dr. B. Harris, I'm sorry. He apparently moves just fine. Um, he know. does. He does. So if you started him, I guess it paid off for you. Um, <clears throat> it was okay. Like you dodged a bullet here. But uh, you want me to evaluate his performance. From an NFL standpoint, he was doo-doo. He was horrible. He threw some terrible, terrible picks. But it's against the yeah. Browns' defense too, Adam. So do we expect this moving forward with T-Law or whew, false alarm now? We're, I think we're safe. I think we're safe. I think you start Trevor Lawrence with confidence for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Uh, you know, it's there's no, no uh, sound effect to it, especially because, Mike, it's a little close for comfort, a little close home with uh, Njoku catching fire, man. But <laughs> – <laughs> the fire, <laughs> you know, two blow touchdowns up. out of this guy, man. He did massive blow up, and I think as long as Joe Flacco is at the helm, David Njoku is going to be one of those top topper fire options. fire him up. Yeah, fire him up, fire him <clears> up. He's on a heater. Yeah, he's he's on a heater. You Speaking don't mess of with the heater, I'll tell you one thing, Mike. This was a tight end game because uh, we had we had the it on heater. all of it, man. Evan Ingram with a blow up game too, right? I sat Evan Ingram in some spots too, and oh, that's tough, man. That's a tough sit, right? I mean, he is—he's scoring over thirty fantasy points this week in a non-tight end premium, Adam. Like, think about those half points or those point seven five premiums with all those catches. Oh, baby! (laughs) Yuck! That would be nice. That's a weak winner right there, and you got it from a tight end. Are you going to lose because of it? No, no, no. All the matchups I needed to win, I'm winning. We're good. But still, you just like to have the most optimal, right? Oh, of course, always. You rather, I don't know. Sometimes, Mike, you know what I found is uh, I'll forget about stuff like that from earlier in the year. Maybe not the last game, but that stuff can actually ruin your points forwards. Then makes your tiebreakers, right? And um, yeah, you know, sometimes if you're getting a buy or not. So um, thankfully, I don't have to worry about it too much. Nice. All right, Mike. Let's get to let's see. Let's go to the Lions and Bears game, Mike. Lions and Bears. Oh my. Mm mm mm. Justin Fields. Justin Fields, man. Let's Justin go. Fields. He gets a colored hologram. Can we stop hating on Justin Fields? Well, Justin Fields, Mike, I think at this point, I mean, I'm just curious your opinion now. The way he's been playing, the way this team's playing, is there – they're winning games, so it feels good for them. They're going to continue to stick with the number one pick. We can get to the Panthers later not touch much on them. But I think the Bears are in a position, I think, right now that – I personally would would much rather build around this guy. He's playing well, and you have just a ridiculous embarrassment of riches as far as draft capital to build around this kid. I think that would be the way I would imagine they're starting to lean, but I don't know. They're still going to have the number one pick. I don't remember who it was who went at me on the YouTube comments about Justin Fields, but plug your ears if you didn't want to hear this part. I think personally, I'm with you, Adam. If I was the Bears, I would look to move the number one pick. Right, trade back, even if it's a spot or two, right to New England, Arizona, one of these other teams, right, <laughs> and then build around Justin Fields with all the extra that I have. But honestly, I don't think that's probably going to happen. I think they probably do end up taking Caleb, taking Caleb, May yeah, and moving Justin Fields. And I think when they move Justin Fields, they might actually get a pretty decent haul because he's played well enough throughout this year, right? Like, like what do you think? Has, like a second round pick? Easily. I think it's easily a second-round pick for Justin Fields. <clears throat> like, if I'm 
if I'm one of these really quarterback needy teams, no question about it. I you saw the reports like Atlanta would be interested in him. Of course they would. You would hope um, so. Right, the Jets possibly could be interested in him. Like there's going to be teams out there who are going to want to crack at Justin Fields. So I think a second is very well within reach. Mahomes is yelling. I no personally would. Ra- I would rather see him trade back, get some more draft capital, and build. You know, get another offensive line piece, another weapon. Um, if you could trade back and still land Marvin Harrison Jr. and then pick up uh, one of those awesome offensive tackles, that'd be a pretty good haul. <laughs> right? And then you just build out uh, around it. So I don't think it's probably going to happen, though. It just doesn't okay. feel like it. But but you see what Justin Fields can do when Luke Etsy isn't the one hamstring <clears throat> and calling nothing but screen passes like last week. So I guess I, w- I would say probably either way it's good uh... – it's good for DJ Moore, man. Good deal, yes. And uh, that guy's still good. Surprisingly. See that? Dripping. Dripping with finesse, man. So a guy who kind of uh, who kind of plays a little bit like Debo Samuel Light and is also kind of built like him, right? Just a little bit. It was weird to see that this was his first ever rushing touchdown today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but congrats to him, man. I didn't think that would be a, th- a stat that I was throwing out here in 2020. Like, Finally, DJ Moore's getting his first rushing touchdown. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I I love me some DJ Moore still, and uh, I think the outlook in twenty four is good, whether it's Fields or whether it's one of these other quarterbacks. Ryan McDowell up, Ryan? in the building, man. We got Puka and Cup. Don't worry, Fizzle. We'll get to your Puka and Cup. I know you called it on Start Sit, man. I can't can't deny it. Um, uh, I also called it. Thank you. That's true, but you weren't. It wasn't quite as egregious as uh, Fizzle was like Puka on every question, whether he was on or not on the uh, <laughs> the question, right? Um, Mike, I think we could put the Roshan Johnson thing to bed. Um, yeah, I'm done. Down to Foreman. Hey. Uh, looks like I don't know. I mean, even Khalil Herbert was not really out there much. Do you trust any of these running backs? I mean, no, I don't. I'm just. Okay. You know, yeah, you got to go through the carousel. I guess if I'm playing one, it's it might be Foreman or Herbert. Ro- I'm Mike, I'm not playing Roshan ever again in a lineup league. I don't. I didn't play him today, but no. it, not trust. unless he's the only running back left in the playoffs. Maybe That's I bad. trust Fields. I trust DJ Moore. I trust Cole Komet. End of list. Well, yeah. What about Cole Komet today? Good. Another good week from him. Another good week from him. Good to see him become more than that. Uh, you know, always that potential, right? Did that like hopeful where, boom week? Yeah, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like where Trey McBride was heading into the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where we're like, oh, I think he's got talent, <laughs> but we just never really see it. Yeah. Then, there's been some. There's been some. Um. Some plays from him that, like, make you think. Yeah. He he's one of the tight ends that when you don't when you don't invest in one early, which you're finding more and more is the the optimal yeah. strategy. This is a guy I want to have, man. I really do. Mike, let's get to the other team, the Detroit Lions. And Mike, I've been saying for a little bit. I think that as this team wins and does really well and should be in a position to do really well when they lose someone's going to be the scapegoat and it's starting to feel like uh jared goff's that one man he has not been very good here lately nah right you're kind of seeing some of these shades of uh la rams at the end of his tenure jared goff aren't you it doesn't feel good this is like mike it's almost like it was a the story doesn't really fit but when he got traded and left for you know dead Detroit was bad, and then they're starting to get better, and he's climbing up with them. It's like the story from L.A. is carrying over, and it's happening faster, but we've seen it before, so maybe now people are a little more worried. I'm just curious, I think, if this team, Mike, playing like this, where it's very hit or miss on offense, and when they play well, they play well, but when they're down, it's like, man, they have 
horrible, total horrible week. If they got one round and bounced, like one and out and one and done in the playoffs, yep. I really wonder if the Lions will be trying to do aggressive move-ups in the draft or figure out another quarterback solution. I really do. Right. I, uh, I'm i kind of with you, Adam, where uh, I think right now, if I got some Jared Goff, I'm looking to cash out while the feelings are still pretty good. You know what I mean? They're not at their peak, but they're still like, oh, well, at worst, he's a you know, top 15 quarterback with job security. Right. I'm just telling you, it doesn't feel like the job security is that great. So it I does not try to cash. If, if you were the deadline's not over, Mike, and you have um, Jared Goff and you're not in the playoffs. Right. This is like, hey, can I get him to somebody? Because we have some injuries again today, unfortunately. So, yes, you see a Justin Herbert injury. <clears throat> Maybe give him a holler. See what see what you can do. There's, there's got to be other teams that need quarterback in your league. Jameer Gibbs, Mike, was uh was better today. I don't know that anyone on this team was particularly great, but, um, you know, Gibbs is, I don't know. I would say Gibbs right now with the touchdown, 66 yards, he's just, he's just kind of safe outside of, you know, like last week he was a, it was a dud week for him. He, he's, this is like a safe week for him. I feel right. Floor week, right? Floor week. There you go. Wind up as an RB one. Yes. Probably. Good call. Floor RB one ish yes. or top end RB two. That's a floor week for Jameer Gibbs. That's why we did the trade show, right? He's got the Ferrari logo. Built That's different. what I'm referring to him. That's yeah. forever. He's a Ferrari. Uh, Amon Ra's, th- this week for contenders, I got to imagine Amon Ra hurt people, man. That Three for hurt. 21. What? Mike, he's on my bench in best ball leagues everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That one hurt. Crazy. Didn't it? Yeah. It's probably one of the other things that just contributes to uh, Amon Ra being where he's at. Sometimes in dynasty ranks, like where we feel like we disrespect him outside of the CD Lambs and the AJ Browns and the Tyreek Hills of the world, but this is kind of why, man. You go as your quarterback goes sometimes. Yeah, true. What is all those other guys got quarterbacks? <laughs> <laughs> all those yep. other guys got quarterbacks. Sp- and speaking of quarterbacks, speaking of quarterbacks, let's transition to the Chargers Broncos, Mike and um, <sighs> Justin Herbert. Man, what? He's so frustrated. Stick? He's so frustrated. It doesn't feel like it's a good injury either. He had a big-ass wrap on his hand. Almost got ruled out right away. Uh, Chargers probably out of contention. Maybe Staley's getting his walking papers tomorrow. I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen with this. So this also kind of feels like a situation where we might not see Herbert the rest of the year, to be completely honest. That sucks. They're not not in a position to really force him back out there. Like, I'll tell you what, man. This is the year of the injured quarterback. I know we already told you, but man, Trevor Lawrence played today. Uh, wasn't the greatest, but I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what's up with Herbert. It did not look good. There's it's the, on his throwing hand. It's uh, was it his middle finger or index finger? There's the breaking news: broken right index finger. Index finger. So, I can yes. tell you this as a guy who throws with his right fucking hand. Uh, it's done. Like you ain't having him for the playoffs, boys. Well, yep. <laughs> I don't know what what the timeline would be for him to rush back, but like he's not doing that either, right? It's not probably what three to four weeks, best case scenario. I mean, you're missing at least, I would imagine, uh, two weeks, three weeks, closer to a month. But Mike, wh- why would he rush back for this team right now? Yeah. What does that mean then for Austin Eckler? Maybe, maybe he still gets some usage, right? Um, it was actually better today than it had been in the last couple. <laughs> it had been 
sometimes it feels like they almost gave Austin Eckler the ball too much. And <laughs> yeah. uh, this is what happens with these small these small well, running backs. The only and problem is sometimes their efficiency is kind of what you want. You want to keep them fresh and be explosive and change your pace. And it actually kind of felt like they got back to that a little bit because he did look like he had a little bit more juice. I was going to say, he looked up the middle all the time. He looked okay. And uh, I don't know if that's maybe just, hey, listen, we know Isaiah Spiller is not the greatest, but let's give him a couple touches, give this guy, keep him fresh. This this might actually be beneficial for Austin Eckler for you for the playoff run. Correct. If you're rostering him. Because Eastern Correct. Sticks sucks. And you know he's probably not pushing the ball down the field a whole lot. I mean, they're not going to rely on him. He's not going to run and scramble around a whole lot like Justin Herbert can. So maybe it's just the uh, we're going to do a lot of checkdowns to Austin Eckler and get the ball to Keenan Allen. So All right, Mike. So we got a. I'm going to ask you this: Does this Keenan Allen blow up mean he didn't have a blow up today in the game? But my question is: Is this a blow up that's bad for him? Like, is his is this blowing up Keenan Allen right in the for, before the playoffs for us? I think it hurts a little bit, but he's still going to be a high end wide receiver too at worst. So yeah. So like today, eight. What was it? Eight. Eight for. Eight for seventy today. Eight for sixty-nine. So, I think he'll still get a lot of volume. I mean, but I definitely think it hurts his upside. It does. It does. Hurts everybody on the uh, the Chargers. Now it makes Gerald Everett a non-play ever. Um. <laughs> yeah, we we only ever played Everett because he was attached to Herbert. Frankly, right? <laughs> exactly. So he was attached to this offense. And now you're just going die. We're good, man. What about Never. the Broncos here? Uh, Javante Williams, first time getting in the end zone uh, all season. Let's go. What do you think? What did you make of the offense as a whole, Javante Williams, today? The offense looked really good. It actually did. Russ, uh, Russ kept him moving, kept him ahead of the sticks. Made a couple big-time throws. Should have had even more yards and probably a longer touchdown, but Jerry Judy's ass. Yes. Uh, oh. Jerry, pure ass. It's I, I'm so – I'm getting kind of very over the uh, – yeah, I'm done, man. I'm very over Jerry Judy, frankly. Um, I mean, it wasn't point, highly man, efficient for Javante, but you know, you get almost 20 touches, you get in the end zone, like a couple couple catches, getting the. Uh, I don't know. It's. I, I think he's. I think he's a like high end RB two. I guess I would probably put him in the mix of that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be all right because he's getting the work. Yeah. Samaj P. Ryan's still not really getting touches. Jaleel McLaughlin, we haven't seen him since the beginning of the year. Yeah. But. uh Cortland Sutton, baby. We're just three years too early. That was our problem, Adam. Well, we're three years too early on Cortland yeah. Sutton. Cortland Sutton uh, had a pretty sweet hologram. I couldn't get it to work. So here you get the regular one. But, man, you know what Cortland Sutton's been all year, Mike? Can I tell you what he's been? Disrespected. Just yeah. all year. He's been he's been one of these um, – like in a lineup league, he may not really matter that much. But if you had this guy in best ball teams, if you have this guy in a deep lineup league as a flex option, he he's been way above um, you know just at your average throw in this year. So, right, I, I think probably one of the things though that you'd like to see is more volume. Um, you know, maybe not so much volume going to uh, Jerry Judy for one. Uh, yeah, Samaj P. Ryan out of the backfield, uh, Lucas Kroll <laughs> at a target. Why? <laughs> Seth says uh, Jerry Judy was overhyped as F. Yes, he was. <laughs> I think he would like more more volume for Sutton to be consistent. But the one thing he's always in da- uh, uh, danger to, you know, fantasy lineups is like he's probably going to get in the end zone, right? He's the red zone guy for them, and uh, yeah. he's also apparently the deep shot down the field guy, too. So for sure. <clears throat> 
I mean, he's he, he probably going to set you up for at least, like, one bust week, right, in the yeah. playoffs. When oh, for, oh, no question. But if you're, if your roster constructed correctly and this is nothing more than your wide receiver three or you're a flex option, fine. You're fine with Completely it. Completely fine. Yeah. And in best ball, Adam, shit, you could get this guy for a second at some points, you know, in the offseason. So you're just doing backflips about how awesome that is. What, what do you make of Russ? Good. I mean, it's kind of like all year, right? Like, he has some down moments, but for the most part, he's actually been pretty productive. Now, he's highly disrespected on, you know, keep trade cut for the entirety of the year. No matter right? what he yeah. does, good or bad, right? It's just he's locked into that mid-late 20s. It's like, why? I mean, you had the the ass Trinot, the with two S's above him for a good <laughs> chunk of the year. <laughs> True. True. Right? So, True. Russ, and hell, if I'm looking to – I don't have a trade deadline, I'm looking to pivot off of a Justin Herbert, right? Let me go down to Russ and get some pluses on top, or a really good plus. Why yep. not? He's pretty solid. Wouldn't be the worst thing to do. Yeah, they got him currently still at 21. So, um, Good Lord. Mike, they, they basically say you could almost just flip your Kirk Cousins for him, 21 and 22, imagine. I would fucking take Russell Wilson in a heartbeat. He's, oh, I, who wouldn't? There's no way. I, I will He's younger and Kirk second. Cousins is coming back from injury. I will add my late second to Kirk Cousins <clears throat> on a contending team. All right, honest. Mike. Let's get to the uh, let's get to this Bengals Colts game, Mike. Jake Browning. Jake the Snake, man. He's got a hologram. Not just that. <laughs> got the real snake, man. <laughs> got the snake. You know. Got a real snake. Let's go. What? What's going Two on, man? What's going Two on? Weeks Two weeks in a row, Jake the Snake coming out and balling. What's what's going on with Jake the Snake, man? I, like, is this? I think it's at this point we have to at least talk. Is like, is this is this uh, Fugazi or are we like? Is, are, are you gonna lo- are you gonna roll out Jake Browning in the playoffs? I guess is really what people want to know and need to know. I'm know? rolling fucking Jake Browning out in the playoffs. That's crazy, man. I'm, I'm not saying you Jake shouldn't. Browning it's just like think where we are at this point, dude. Right. I'm rolling him out. Here's one thing before you know the weirdos get in here, okay, and start with the uh, the talking about uh, um, you know maybe Joe Burrow isn't as good as we think he is because you see Jake Browning putting up numbers. Yeah, right. don't let that. Joe Burrow's fucking good at football, okay, so don't take that from it. But here's one of the things, Adam. He has a great situation around him. He's got a dynamic run after the catch threat in Jamar Chase where you just get him the football. He has now healthy a great 6'4", 215-pound deep ball wide receiver who can win jump balls, right? He's got a tight end room of, like Eric would say, a three-way fuck fest, but it's least does things. Sure. Yeah, you have, um, you know, Tanner Hudson, Drew Sample, um, two catches for four yards today, right? First down, a decent big first en- down. A decent enough offensive line. He's got that hammer running back where it's not sexy, but he just churns out yards and gets the hard ones and can well, catch. And we can say surprise, this. Surprise, you can say not sexy. Chase Brown. Well, Chase Brown looked explosive as shit today. So, yeah, yeah. J- I'm rolling Jake Brown out for the playoffs. The only one you probably worry about, um, he does get the Chiefs, right? The the Your fantasy championship uh, would be the Chiefs. But – Hell, it could be a if shootout you, game. If he gets you to the fantasy championship, if you've been playing him and you get there, uh, go down with it, right? Mike, but I the mean, next two, the next two weeks, Adam, 15 and 16, your quarterfinals <laughs> and semifinals, the Vikings, 
dog shit defense. The Steelers, who we just watched get gaped by we'll, Bailey. We'll play Zeppi. it. That's fair. I mean, we could, you could say unsexy for Joe Mixon, Mike, but I'll tell you one thing. Um, it's, been, it's been sexy for my teams. I'll put them in on fire, man. There you go, man. I mean, it's just been unsexy because it's like yards per carrier dog shit. <laughs> Sometimes he looks like he's running in mud. Yeah. Other times it looks like he's the most explosive player on the field. You don't. Know he had those. Uh, I mean, through the through the air, another three for forty six today too, man. You know. Good shit, man. It, Jake Browning, this Bengals offense. Like I'm, I don't have any concerns about it for the fantasy playoffs. I'm playing them all. Fair. Playing them all. Um, what happened to Zach Moss? I thought this was the guy that was going to take over this Jonathan Taylor workload and just run with it. You know. Yeah, it's supposed to be the league winner, right? So far, I mean, so uh, frankly, I, I didn't play him. In, I don't have him in many lineup leagues, but I was expecting a lot more of these teams in best ball. I traded a couple, you know, a nickel and a dime for him here and uh, didn't get anything out of him. Now, potentially, he gets the Steelers next week, right? So if JT's still not back, <coughs> your first-round playoff matchup, I'm firing up Zach Moss everywhere. Like, I'm just doing it. I watched the Steelers defense get yapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yapped. Um, and then he gets the Falcons. Uh, if JT's still not back, so not the worst thing. Minshew's uh, yeah. Minshew is a tale of two two quarterbacks. It feels like man, two Minshews. Yeah, tale week in Minchus. and week out, you just don't know who the hell you're gonna get. No, no. Th- this guy the today only- did not look very good. He he had a great game. What was it last week? Or what, were they on a bye last week? Two weeks ago was it? Yeah, he's kind of been up and down here lately, hasn't he? Good yeah, week bad week, good week bad week. Yep, this was uh, back not and a forth, man. The only thing that's consistent about this Colts offense. Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, it's true. I mean, no touchdown, but another 90 yards in a uh, game they're just down trailing. The one piece that you're just like, I, at this point, I feel like he's the most auto started receiver in the uh, the not, you know, elite top tier. 10 elite tier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a threat for wide receiver one every week. And that's kind of been his floor. Right? Yes. That's not even his dude's been week. Dude's been really, really good. Yep. But you're going to get 8-9 for 100, right? He's had some 11 catch weeks. Like, if this is going to be your thing, this is the targets that you're getting every single week, and these are the amount of catches you're going to get. And they use him so much on this screen game, so much on these screens. you got to start him. There, there can't be uh, too many more wide receivers in the uh, <laughs> the fantasy space that you'd rather have than Michael Pittman Jr. right now. No. Gosh, no. I mean... I don't know, Mike. We've had this discussion. I know people are kind of against us on it, but he's a top 15 option for me in Dynasty even, too. So Easily. Um, yep. Easily. Uh, Easily. You know, it, is, it is what it is, man. Uh, I know people are not going to feel like it's popular and it's it's fun, but it is what it is for me. Mike, I, I'll say this. Um, this was not even a very good Alvin Kamara game, frankly, but you still not. find a way to get in the end zone for uh, – for our for our teams so we'll we'll take it despite it not being the game we were looking for right it probably helps that Derek, you know helps for the people playing against alva kamara that Derek carr was ass right <laughs> he spent more time i think when i was watching this game throwing the ball into the dirt or just like weird shovel passes going nowhere he threw it to his offensive tackle one play i saw that that was pretty cool <laughs> The tackle didn't know what to do with it. He was like, fuck, do I catch it? Oh, no, I Right. Yep. <laughs> Shit, my bad. Yep. So, even then, this is a floor game for Alvin Kamara, and you'll take it. You'll take it. Pretty consistent. I, I gave the same, um, you know, 
It's not a true blow-up game from Alave, but he got in the end zone, so he saved you. But it wasn't really the the blow-up game we're looking for, man. Frankly, you know yeah, that one definitely didn't uh, didn't deserve an explosion. <laughs> nope, it just was what we had queued up, so we we rolled with it. Because here's the thing: in this game, Mike, that was a fugaz. You had two game. You had two guys that were played that got saved by touchdowns because you had Jimmy Graham score a touchdown. Nobody's playing. We had Derek Carr. I don't even imagine people were playing in general. Um, Nobody really got to do anything exciting in this game, and frankly, the other side, Mike, is just Mike. This Panthers team, I, I, I just I'm going to put them up here because I, I think at this point we have to at least discuss like is is Bryce's value really going to retain from the community mm. aspect? I'm just I'm starting to get concerned of if if that's the case. Frankly, probably not. Like it feels like it's just thirteen of thirty six. Like I could yeah. I get it, man. Your team's bad. This whole thing, this situation is awful. But that's crazy. I'm going to I'm going to give him credit. I'm still going to be in on Bryce Young. Um I actually tried to get him this week. We got fucked over by an auto accept trade block that wasn't really real. <laughs> You'll have those sometimes though, right? <laughs> People don't always mean what they put on the auto accept block, but I'll still come in on uh, uh still uh get quite a few shares of Bryce Young. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's as safe at him. Like he's going to take a, a pretty big really need big to take hit. a pretty big step next year right yeah. they're gonna have to get some pretty good weapons he's gonna have to have some explosive games early in the season <clears throat> to recover this dynasty value like it's just almost evaporated at this point mike i mean listen i, I don't care and I, mike's an eagles fan hey. and he's money money's money man uh how about those cowboys good luck tonight huge huge game master nader is correct it is a huge game mike has yes. a uh, rock and a cd jersey on the line so Right. We'll see what happens. Fizzle's got to give me 20 bars about <laughs> Timothy Brown if he loses. <laughs> all, all right, Mike. Let's see here. Let's get to let's get to the Ravens and Rams. Um, Lamar, Lamar Dude. Jackson. What do you? What do you? Come on, let's talk about it. What do you think? You know, I love Eric, but this morning when he was on this bullshit about weather games, and I was like, I just don't want to hear it, Adam. <clears throat> this is proof proof point, right? <laughs> We got to see two of them. Damn, you can't just. I don't fucking care about weather games unless it's a blizzard. And I mean by blizzard 30 mile an hour winds, driving snow. Like, think about what went on with the uh, the Bills and Patriots a few years ago. That's a weather game I gave a shit about. Some rain, I don't care. I don't care. Why'd you have to? Lamar Jackson. I had it all ready. Um, it wasn't just him. I saw it all over Twitter. No, I know. I'm just saying what I was. And listen, here, here. You wanted it? Okay, here it is. Keaton Mitchell. Oh, he was ice cold, too. I wasn't going to get on him about that one, but, but the weather games. Lamar's awesome. Lamar's amazing. Well, this is just a take, you know, one take. Freezing cold. Uh, it's yeah, a rough I don't day care for about him. weather games. Lamar was awesome, again. He had a couple throws, though, where it was like, damn it, Lamar, like, if you would have hit that, you could have had, like, an awesome game to be in, like, historic. <laughs> could have been. Mm-hmm. But uh, they got some guys running wide open downfield. OBJ had nobody around him on his touchdown. Isaiah likely, same thing. But Lamar stepped up, made plays when he needed to, and uh, pretty much the entirety of their running offense. Yep. OBJ uh, going to need to get some, some new hologram potential here, yeah. too. I mean, he, 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 had a, he had a nice day, man. Been disrespecting this guy all year, and here he is just keeps putting up points. I'm curious to see what the snap share percentage looks like this week because it was uh it felt like it was a lot higher than some of these weeks when I said it was kind of lower. So 
He's uh, tough to if, he's tough to start right because he's so up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, lineup, but best ball, I don't know. Would you throw a late second at him? A couple thirds. Definitely a couple thirds. Late second, uh, that, that feels like feels like you're definitely going to burn it. But at the, I don't know. I mean, it's not the worst thing you could do. I don't mind it, frankly. He, he gives you an opportunity to get some pretty nice games like this one. So yeah. Uh, what'd you What'd you think of Gus uh, Gus Edwards, man? He's been fucking dead, man. I know. What happened? <laughs> He's been MIA. Gus bus, the wheels fell off this fucking bus, right? I guess it's one of those buses you see like in uh you see in like the junkyard that's like sitting on blocks. <laughs> yeah. Right? All the it's, windows are it's, broke out. It's that's all, Gus it's, bus, right? It's all now. over. The bus is dead. I mean yeah. but the thing about Gus bus though has always been like re- reality has always been it's it's touchdown or bust though for him, right? Like yeah. all these weeks that you saw him doing things, it was him getting in the end zone. So well, even the usage was like okay, right? The carries. Now the yardage may not have been there, and you knew you weren't getting shit in the receiving game, but like the touchdowns were like, <laughs> what made you a low end RB two to you know possibly being a, a low end RB one was the touchdowns, and all of a sudden like that shit's gone too. <laughs> I mean that that's where um, you know it. We put that up there for Eric. Shout out to Eric who was just all over Keaton Mitchell to start uh, start sit today, but. Like at least for Keaton Mitchell, Mike, he outworked. Uh, he got more carries than Gus Edwards. So, it, if you were going to look at anything, it'd be one of those where, all right, like Keaton Mitchell may be starting to get more work. It would be nice because he's he's the efficient, um, game breaking type talent. So, right, that would be the way I we'd just, like to I'll see pass. that. It's kind of like the Bears' backfield. Who do you want to start every week? No one. I don't give a fuck. I don't. That's start fair. I, I'm just saying in, in regards to like if you you know we're going to play somebody. Um, if you had to, you'd like to see it be Mitchell and not Gus Edwards. Uh, Isaiah Likely, man. This was not a likely performance that I would have predicted at all. Uh, that big no, touchdown okay. was massive. He's all, he's done almost next to nothing. Now, I know uh, last week or two weeks ago he had some uh, some usage that was encouraging, right, as far as targets go um, <clears throat> yep. in receptions. But you didn't see this coming. No. Nope. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. So. Good on all those people who picked him up after Mark Andrews. Now I know he probably got you two or three L's since Mark Andrews has been out because he did fucking nothing. <laughs> but what? Now let, let's get to the Rams. Uh, obviously the the Ravens win a massive game here. Uh, Hard-fought one by the Rams. But for fantasy purposes, Mike, the Rams gave you everything you wanted. Um, Matt Stafford, man. Uh, I know we were saying to fade him because of the weather, and look at, look at what we got here, man. Uh, three touchdowns, no picks, almost 300 yards through the air. Um, he did his thing. Yeah, it was it was not the most efficient. I think it was like close to fifty percent. But listen, you'll take it in fantasy, honestly. Yeah, absolutely, you'll take it in fantasy. He's gonna be a a top, I don't know, seven eight quarterback on the week. Probably when things are all said and done. Not too bad for Matt Stafford, nope. considering where we were disrespecting him all the way down to, but not including <laughs> Desmond Ritter. <laughs> yeah. So so listen. So no no touchdowns, but Kyron Williams' workload is just money and this dude is feeling like a hammer like a dong like that right there man you know just yeah you just play him every week i don't care who they're playing this was uh impressive performance for no touchdowns honestly in my opinion are you holding on to kyron if you're not competing right now <sighs> honestly mike he, here's what i'll say I'm not particularly but i i don't i find it hard to believe that people are really going to pay the kyron price like what, what do you think kyron should cost in a in a, in a dynasty league right now some people have some delusional thoughts, right? Like they of course. 
Right. First and two, extras. <laughs> yeah. First plus. Right. Uh, I think two seconds is probably where I'm at with him. I think if I could get a, if I could get two seconds and one of which was a non playoff, I'd be, I don't care, man. I'm gone. He's way gone Boy, for man. me. Yeah. What's but, the, what if they were both late? I think I'd probably still be willing to take it. I'd have to really kind of consider the league settings and stuff, but for the most part, I think I would take it. The one thing is, man, if if you become Sean McVay's guy in Sean McVay's offense, it's just that that is just fantasy golden in and of itself. Uh, as much as I love Kyron's game, the way he's been playing, it's really that that role has just been awesome. Look at look at it throughout time, right? So yeah. But then I've also seen these stretches of Cam Akers where he was Sean McVay's guy for like four or five games at a time. And then right, but can I tell you what the can I tell you what the difference is? Can I tell you what the difference is? We've never seen somebody as much as I defended Akers, you know Akers was my guy. We never saw somebody do it from start to finish for a season. Like that's the that's one true. difference about Kyron. So for me, so, I'm st- so maybe I would it was sell. lucky for him that he had that whole middle section off where he was injured. Could be. Could be, so or he couldn't, he couldn't fuck up being Sean McVay's guy. That's true. Well, I think no one else out there was. They had to call a guy off the couch. They got uh, Royce Freeman in there, but Puka, man, why are we ever, why are we ever not playing Puka Nakua? Um, you guys asked me. All right. Hey, listen, I'm, this I'm was on. I'm talking you. to myself. I'm, okay. Right. I'm, I'm asking the question for anybody, including me, that said to sit him because of weather. Mike, uh, that catch he had a first down. Money. You know, on the sideline, on the diving, like right there on the ground, got a pipe. Man, that, that's one of those like real up and close. You're like, man, how do you not root for this kid, bro? How do you I'm not, not root the, for this kid? I'm not even the puka guy. So I know. Imagine I my know. disbelief this morning when some fucking rain was the reason Adam was going to sit puka Nakua. I believe Derek's forecasting weather. Uh, I think we need to talk to the old Dick Goddard over there and see if that's actually the case. So. Listen, don't stop. I'm, I'm not going to disrespect Puka no more unless it's, like you said, uh, torrential downpour, uh, truly a blizzard, something egregious. I'm good. I'm going to keep playing him. And let's say this, Hurricane. man. Cooper Cup was was a little bit back, back today, buddy. Uh, I, sat bit. Him in a, I sat him on a team, and I don't, I'm okay without, without him playing, but do you put you him back in the starting lineup? What's up? What do you got? We have a short, what we were talking about last week, about Cooper Cup maybe dusty. Right, a little bit crusty, a little bit dusty. You know they had to put that to rest, right? And I was just getting ready to upload that short, and then Cooper Cup just, you know, decided to go off. He said, "Listen, man, I saved that shit back in the archives." Don't tonight. (laughs) This is not the time. Um, (laughs) This was a really nice performance to see from the Rams offensively as a whole. Everybody wanted to. They've looked like shit for the last few weeks outside of Kyron, right? So it's (laughs) nice to see him kind of come back. All right, Mike. We we had a uh, we had a Kyle Pitts sighting, or did what? we? Who's that? I, I don't know. Um, apparently, the hologram won't even come up. So we're just that should tell you everything you need to know right there, doesn't it? Kyle Pitts is still alive. Apparently not. Um, Bijan had a good day too. Hey, he was all right. Still hate Arthur Smith there because even like late in the game, he's using way too much Tyler Algier. Just pissing me off. Mm-hmm. But he got the L, which is the most important thing. All right, people, let's come together. Let's root for anybody who's playing the Falcons. There's Kyle Pitts. <laughs> there's there's a Pitts hologram. There he is. He, Adam, just think about that. Like We're excited about Kyle Pitts having a day because he caught one long touchdown. Because he caught a 30-something outside. yard touchdown, right? <laughs> outside of that, he didn't do fucking anything else, really. You and know what uh, that is, though? It just shows you that he's capable because he's an athlete. 
but that's it, right? It's he's he's capable of catching a long touchdown on a busted coverage. Yep, and that's because <laughs> he's, Smith he's athletic. Back from right. That. And outside of that, we we still see if it wasn't for that, the role would be no different. So that's unfortunate yeah. there. But Desmond Ritter still sucks, even though for fantasy purposes he does just fine. Yep, that's true. Very very true. Um, Drake London, man, had a had that's a real nice freaking game. That's a dude. Where where are you at with Drake London right now? Here's the thing, man. Like he he's a little bit capped and it's kind of spotty to like start him. Like you don't ever really feel good about it. You don't like feel today, completely I, secure. I think we were asked and I, I sat him on one for Amari Cooper. I don't feel great about it on a week to week basis about starting it, but you see the talent there and like the commanding presence he's as. And it's if I love Michael Pittman, I love Drake London. <laughs> Right, so, yeah, uh, for sure. Images, for sure, man. spitting images, right? These kind he's, of he's he he is so smooth too. He he's I, I think he's more smooth than uh, than Pittman even is, man. I talent wise, you gotta love everything about Drake London. But to your point, I think the problem is like Ritter is not likely to give you this week in a week out of three fifty through the air. Right? I don't even know if it's like Ritter because I don't think that Ritter's that much less talented than Gardner Minshew. But the difference is Arthur Smith versus Shane Steichen. Well, it's. It's. I would say that's true too. But the the other thing is like Arthur Smith's already in the way, and the fact that you have that going on, and you have the fact that they don't have a good quarterback, not reliable, definitely. It's just it's not an offense that I really like to have much of a part of. And it, this is a game they they ended up losing too, so they're kind of forcing the the throw more, right? I think the community's kind of souring on them, so this is kind of a guy that you want to target now, not right after this game, right? Because it's fresh sure. in everybody's memory, but. You know, week 15, if you don't have a trade deadline, 16, when he inevitably has one of those, you know, three for 30 games because mm-hmm. Arthur Smith's a fuckbag, <laughs> then I think I I want to I want to roll the dice, right? I want to roll the dice that the situation changes that much for mm-hmm. for uh, Drake and, and becomes a little bit more consistent. And then that's what I want to strike and buy in. Rashad White, man. Oh. Listen, My you, bad, Seth. White. Seth, uh, by the way, yes, thank you. Please like and subscribe, everybody who's here What's watching up, with us. Appreciate you guys. Mike, we, Rashad White is maybe one of the biggest league winners at running back right now. My fault. My fault, Rashad. <laughs> My fault. Still has been really freaking good, man. Runs the ball well, catches the ball even better. Looks explosive. Everything we liked about him <laughs> coming out. Almost. And he's kind of added this a little bit of a – he doesn't just uh, fall down anymore, which is right. nice. Yep. Go watch his college tape. This dude used to fall down at a sneeze, <laughs> right? Kind of like James Cook. But, again, also kind of like James Cook, shared that part up just a little bit. That was all he really needed. So, Shad White's been pretty awesome. Now he's still a running back, and uh, I'm not going to fall into the trap of buying young running backs because I think they have two, three, four, five more years. Okay. Sure, uh, yeah. I'm going to enjoy the Rashad White show for 2023, and then I'm still selling his ass in the offseason now. <laughs> yep. Uh, Baker was, you know. Okay. I mean, he hit, he had two touchdowns, which really made his day okay, honestly. He was 144 yards and 14 completions. He missed some big throws to Mike Yes, Evans. he did. Some big throws I was to just going to say, and that's the reason, the only reason, that frankly, Mike – Evans today doesn't deserve the the color hologram. Uh, one no. catch, eight yards. I changed the jersey. I couldn't even do it, you know? No. And he also screwed himself. Uh, he could have had that touchdown, but his hand came down literally a split second before his right foot did. 
So yep. if he decides to not put his hand out and, you know, maybe went with the elbow or even tucked it in, like that's a touchdown catch yeah. is what it is. Come that close. But Mike Evans has been so damn good for us all season. Um, We'll just let this one slide, Mike. It's week 14. It's not really a playoff game. We talked about uh, James Cook, so we'll pull him up here. We'll go to the Chiefs, we and, go, man. Chiefs and Bills, which was happening as we started the show. Uh, finishing, I guess I should say. The Chiefs ended up losing 20-17 to to the Buffalo Bills. Mike, what would you make of uh, James Cook today? 10, 10 carries, 58, but had a huge, huge day in the ground, on the ground uh, through the air. Sorry, five catches, 83 yards they, and a tutty. They got him heavily involved in the pass game, right? Designing plays for him, wheel routes, using him in space. Just like you should with James Cook. Finally. Maybe Joe Brady knows something, right? Joe Brady did uh, did some shit with uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire once upon a time. <laughs> Maybe he knows. Maybe he knows. So, James Cook, I really like him. It's probably the only thing, Adam, because I traded Trevor Lawrence in a best ball, and I got Geno Smith plus James Cook plus Trey McBride back. Geno Smith didn't play today. Got a groin, may not play next week. Trevor Lawrence suited up. He's not out for the fantasy playoffs like I thought. James Cook at least saved this fucking thing for me. So thank you, James. He saved the trade. What about this? Um, what about Dawson Knox outperforming uh, Dalton Kincaid in um, one catch for 21 yards? Believe, no, I'm sorry. Five catches, 21 yards for uh, Kincaid today. Do you remember when we were talking about Trey McBride and like how high you rank him as far as these young tight ends go, right? Sam Laporta, Dalton Kincaid. Yeah. Maybe you flip those guys. Flippity floppity? You putting McBride over uh, Kincaid? So Kincaid didn't really do shit when Dawson Knox was there at the beginning of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Dawson Knox gets hurt. Kincaid takes off. First damn game back with, <laughs> with Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid kind of went back to being irrelevant, man. Mike, I mean, if, here's the <laughs> thing can't though. You can make this shit up. I don't Here, know what to tell y'all. <laughs> here's the thing though. If, if you could, if you combine their stats, right? If it was just a Kincaid. So if you had eight for, what did that be, like 57? We'd be like, all right, like, you know, not yeah, the greatest okay. of days, but, like, right. yeah, tight end premium, we're, we're still in. Five uh, for 21. I think there's plenty of better days ahead. I think five catches still is the thing that you're going to, you know, kind of, yeah. I personally will look at. But I, I guess Dawson Knox somehow is lowering the ceiling of Dalton Kincaid is what I don't like. To I, I got to see the snap share numbers after afterwards when those That's come fair, out, too. too. That's like how cool. much was Dawson Knox actually on the field in the first game back? Mike, let me and ask how you this. Much did it pull Kincaid off versus, you know, the week prior? <clears throat> let me ask you this. Um, where are you at with uh, Stefan Diggs right now? It feels like Yikes. I don't I don't know what I wa- how I want to put this, but he's just he he really hasn't been of late the the Stefan Diggs that we've been accustomed to knowing for a while. Do you think Father Time might be catching up? I don't know. I it doesn't feel like it. Maybe that's the – like when I watch him play, it doesn't feel like he's losing a step. I don't know if there's any – I don't know. I, I don't want to make anything of the animosity this offseason or the, the rumors and all that BS. I really don't know what's up with Stephon Diggs, though. But he's not – he's not been this wide receiver one that you were hoping for, honestly, like lately. He really hasn't been. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's just kind of been a little bit more disappointing. It was going to be more like the Tyreek Hill, not 2K Tyreek, but you know, normal Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, for, um, for example, you know, it's not really been that. Way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He, I'm not trying to knock him. He, he's been okay. He's just not been the. Uh, what do you put it? He's he doesn't ha- hasn't had this crazy high ceiling. I think he's had in years past. Like like uh, yeah. to your point, like Tyreek Tyreek Hill has been this year. 
Yeah. And I say if you want to knock him down to like back end wide receiver one territory in dynasty, that's probably fair. Yep. I think that's probably about appropriate too. What about How Josh about that Allen? Gabe Davis though. Oh yeah, we gotta get the Gabe, man. What about Josh Allen? Let's get Gabe Davis. Nothing. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. I was gonna put him up, but let's just not, you know. Josh Allen didn't even really have that great of a game. Um uh, but he like he just fucks around and shits out like elite QB two numbers at worst. I know, man. I know. That's Josh Allen. I know. Love Him and Jalen Hurts both, man. They can't have a they can't really have a really terrible week. It's like doesn't it's not possible. That's uh that's why they're the GOATs at the quarterback position mm. right now. Patrick Mahomes is not in this category anymore. No, you know what's funny though, Mike. This is this is this is interesting um, that this game is happening and that we saw both of them having this. Mike, can I tell you? This, listen, I'm not going to say that Anthony Richardson is as good as those two guys are, but this is why I was so high on Anthony Richardson, Mike. Is that when Patrick Mahomes plays well, he's going to play as good, if not better, than anyone on planet Earth, right? Mm-hmm. When he has weapons and all that. But Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the rushing floor that both Allen does and Jalen Hurts does, right? A guy that has rushing floor like that, even Lamar you've seen, he hasn't run as much as he has in the past, but like we get disappointed in Lamar, but Lamar hasn't had a whole lot of these clunker games. He's really had just some more of these mid games, which is the same kind of idea. The rushing element of a quarterback is massive for their floor. It really, really is, man. The the other thing about Lamar too is is he's not built like Hurts. He's not built like Allen. He's not built like A. Rich, where Correct. those guys are goal line threats every single time. Like you can almost set the floor for Jalen Hurts at one rushing touchdown per game, right? Because of the touch yes. push and the, the fact touch, that he's yeah. fucking strong. The brotherly shove and the way he runs the ball, man, he's almost guaranteed a touchdown, right? The floor is crazy. The floor is right. crazy. So even Lamar has like a lower ceiling than some of those other guys. So I get it. Agre- yeah, I Patrick agree. Mahomes has been mid as fuck though. Like I, I Mike, let me just ask you this question. Frankly, like, how much should we dip him, if at all, or like, what, where, what are you going to do with him going into the off season? QB three, and no higher. Okay, and then um, we got, you know, this wasn't a great game from Kelsey, but like, honestly, six for eighty three was. It's been better than what we've seen before. Where are you at? Right. He's fine. Yeah, he's I'm fine. With you. He's still fine. I, I want to see one of these, um, like Kelsey. It's at least good to see the the usage here, but I, I want to see one of these big games in the playoffs, man. Because right now, teams that are relying on Kelsey, he's not been yeah. giving you that Kelsey, uh, you no. know, nuts high end output. Mike Rasheed Rice today, I think though, is the the big um, story for me. I mean, he had the fumble, which was which was a big detriment, but seven catches, seventy two, and a touchdown. He start. It's starting to become like there's no other options, and Rasheed Rice is being the benefactor, right? He is this, the one. He's the dude. guy. Yep. This is that dude. He just brings something different than all the other wide receivers do. Yep. Just something about him, and uh, Patrick Mahomes keeps trusting him, keeps giving them these really good target shares. <clears throat> he's putting up good numbers. I mean, if you're not in on Rasheed Rice at this point, I don't know what to tell you. I'm with which, you. Which is nuts to say because literally the rest of the dynasty community hasn't caught up to it. It's a rookie receiver putting up these numbers with Patrick fucking Mahomes. Profile. Yeah, he's still being disrespected. Because I feel like the profile for people, but then also it's the um, – I feel like now because everyone was wanting a, a Chiefs receiver so bad that wouldn't happen, now is right. he kind of catching a little bit of that? Like, oh, I don't know. We've seen these guys come and go. I, I don't really know what to make of it. I'm just – we all assume that they're, you know, I've, I've probably seen this 8 billion times, right? The Chiefs are going to massively overhaul their wide receiver room in the offseason. 
That's what I said last season, and it never fucking. <laughs> all right, all right, Mike. Who's to say we don't go in? It's Rasheed Rice again. All right, Mike. Let's get to the one. Niners Seahawks and let let this one roll for a second. I got a little, you know, a little something for you. All right. Oh shit. This dude has been the the Debo man, bullying folks. He has been ridiculously good um, lately, and whew, another another big game for Debo Samuel. What, what what where are you at with him right now? I love him. I've I've loved him for a while. Adam, you and I have disagreed on Debo many yep. times. Yep. Uh, I think Debo is fucking amazing though, and when he's healthy, there's not a lot of wide receivers that are. More more impactful to fantasy football than Debo. There's not a lot of wide receivers more impactful to the team than Debo Samuel. So. Well, that that, that part now, for sure. The problem sure. has always been health. Just yes. the way he plays, the way they use him sometimes. Like That part can be sketchy. And, and I get your concerns with him too. Like his Also, what he does well can be taken away from him in a moment's <laughs> notice because of the way he plays, right? Like you're yep. one real bad injury away from just fucking being irrelevant <laughs> forever. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the biggest thing awesome. for me has been that there's constantly multiple other options on this team. They don't have to have him to be like uh, they mm-hmm. don't they don't have to have him be the the work workhorse running back or receiver to be successful. He's obviously a big part of their NFL success. But Mike, at this point, like if there if you could tell me and guarantee this type of usage week in and week out, I mean, there's there's not a discussion for me on my end. I would drop. I would drop all my Debo hate from the beginning. Um, it's a combination of injury. Any coincidence? Is there any coincidence that the Liners had a three-game losing streak without, without Debo? No. No. And, and now the Niners back, team, yes. the Niners offense, Brock Purdy, the rest of the offense, the whole team as in, ge- in Featuring general, him. has Featuring never him. looked fucking better than they do right now in these last few games with Debo <clears throat> back. Well, because here's the thing, Mike, and I know that they're not playing the same position per se, right? Like. Brandon Ayuk's the clear X. Um, Mm -hmm. Today we saw like Debo have a great game, but my thing is that like the other the other issue is the two of these guys like Brandon Ayuk um, having a good game while Debo had a good game was a big thing for me to see too. Like Mm -hmm. the the offense being able to support all of them, and we'll get to all the other pieces here. But Debo right now on an absolute heater. Uh, Put this man in your lineups, and if you have him, don't let go. And, and if you can go acquire him him on a contender, if somebody's got him on a a, a rebuilder or non playoff sure. team, do what it takes, man. What first and second? Shit, I'll give you JSN <laughs> straight up for for Debo for the playoff run. And people oh, lose for their sure. fucking minds. Well, people here's the thing though. Here, 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 this is probably one of the worst times to go acquire Debo because he's so been so good. But at the same time, you're looking at a three week three week window where he's playing his best football and could win you a title. So why the hell not? <laughs> People hate that though, right? Sure. Every time I bring that up, they're like, "That's terrible advice. I'd never do that." I saw somebody was pretty upset about that. They said they're going to stop listening to us. I mean, well, hey, listen, I'm not going to tell you what to do. Um, hold on, let this kid one, let this let this kid one ride a little bit too here. <laughs> George Kittle, man, what'd you what'd you make of today? Oh. Uh, you would have liked to see the usage a lot higher. But this was a Debo Ayuk Christian McCaffrey week and he was kinda of on the outside, but he did have that huge, huge reception where yeah. even when they were holding him it didn't matter. He'd yep. still take it to the house. That's the thing. I mean That's George but, Kittle for you in a nutshell right there. The the, you know, the crazy part about this week, Mike, is the fact that this is really what was gonna be the Kittle down game, right? Like one of these guys is gonna normally have a down week 
and this was supposed to be Kittle's turn, and he ended up making, you know, he does what Kittle does. I don't, I don't know. The fucking goddamn Cowboys just going right down the field too, buddy. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm trying to get out of here quicker for oh, you. You're but good. You're good. All right. I don't expect a lot. Well, this is we probably a bad time. <laughs> this is probably a bad time for uh, this one, then, right? What'd you make He's of Brock fine. Purdy? He's fine. Fine. I was impressed by him because he threw the ball down the field this week, right? So before y'all get on me, like I was actually <laughs> impressed with Brock Purdy. He threw the ball down the field. He threw some fucking dots. Like, if you Adam, you're gonna tell me this is how Brock Purdy's gonna play, you know, rest of the season, even with Debo out. Like, if Debo were to go down, and this is how Brock Purdy's gonna play from here on out, that's a good quarterback. He played really, really well today. Really, really well today. Took a now, lot for you to admit that, huh? Well, people are getting mad at me last week, and I'm saying, like, just go I, watch watch the fucking game. I watched the Eagles get their ass kicked. What'd he do? Throw the ball five yards to Debo, and Debo takes it 70 to the house. Like, you want me to give all the credit to the quarterback because your fucking receiver's a tank? No. But this week, Debo did do his own thing later on in the game, but that deep touchdown pass was right on the fucking money, right there to Debo. Like, Debo didn't have to do a lot. Uh, Seahawks covered Debo Samuel with Jamal Adams. That's definitely a fucking choice. I don't know if that's one most people would make. Jamal Adams kind of fucking sucks, but okay. And then the the dot he threw to Kittle was money. And yep. then he threw a couple downfield to Brandon Ayuk that were right on time. Now, sure were. He did have one earlier in the game. I think his first quarter was terrible. If you go look at Brock Purdy's first quarter stats, it was a slow start. Off. It was a slow start. That was the other right. impressive thing to me was it was a slow start today. Right, he didn't do anything in the first quarter other than throw an interception. So they're down ten seven to Seattle. So um, <sighs> they end up. They no, end up I was I was pretty, impressed pretty. with Brock Purdy today. Now, if he can keep this up, you know, if they don't have a Debo or anything like that going forward, and he can still push the ball down the field, this is how you're going to use Brock Purdy. This <laughs> is that dude for him. Yep. Um, but if we we revert back to this uh, the Philly game where it's just like we need Debo, we need Debo, we need CMC. I don't know what to tell you. Right, like you need your quarterback to make some big throws, which he did today at least. And uh, listen, Christian McCaffrey just stays yeah, on just fire. Good, man. He just stays on fire. So why do you think Eric and I were talking about do whatever you can on a contender to try to get Christian McCaffrey on your team? Because it's just good advice. <laughs> He's different, right? Yeah, you're talking about the potential number one war player in most of your leagues for yep. a reason. Um, let's go to Mike. Let me just ask you this. What, uh, what do you make of this kind of Walker day today? He did get hurt a little bit banged up San Francisco defense. It is what it is. I'm not going to take too not, much. It's not it. the most ideal game to come back to, right? Um, no, not if you're expecting big things from Kenneth Walker, but you still start him. Yeah. I did really like that run he had where he took what should have been like a 12 yard loss. Where? <laughs> Where's Fizzle on this CD touchdown down here, man? I'm waiting for a Fizzle to, you know. Yeah. yeah DK, uh, I think, Mike, I don't know. With Drew Locke, it was uh, – it's not Geno Smith, if I'm going to – I guess I'll say it that way. Uh, it's not. It's not Geno Smith. Um, uh, JSN's, uh, like, little – nice little run kind of came to a halt today, too. So. Yeah, it kind of came to a screeching halt, huh? 49ers yeah. defense will do that to you, though, won't it? Yeah, I don't know if I'm making too much out of that. Mike, I mean, you know, can I tell you that I – it feels like – I don't even know if we touch on it. Like, I can kind of skip 
I, I didn't even realize at a certain point, like I keep forgetting the Raiders and the Vikings played today. It was that bad. No one cares. Josh Dobbs is terrible. I've been trying to tell people that. Like, it's been a nice story, but fuck out of here. 10 of 23 for 63 yards, and then we get some Nick Mullins in there, man. Hey, like, at least the Verg, the Verg, you remember we were talking about Verg, a 140 yeah. chess, right? Yeah. Like, listen, yeah. if I was you, I would have traded Joe Burrow before the trade deadline went off because you're a contender, number one seed, yada, yada, yada. I said he does have Josh Dobbs, but I wouldn't be feeling very good about that. Here's the thing, Mike. <laughs> Here's the thing. We'll just skip this game, frankly. Uh, no players of consequence really in this game to talk about. But the Vikings got a dub in uh, Justin Jefferson's return. So They sure did. Hey, before we get out of here, though, I need my Zach Wilson hologram. Here's the last game. This is the last game we're going to talk about, and you know we're going to get Zach Wilson. I don't have a blow-up for him, but the kid, man, is uh, – how do we put this? I think you put it best. The best quarterback on this roster by quite a bit. Yeah. The best healthy I, I don't, quarterback. I don't know how like that was ever really that that crazy of a thing to say. Like, I mean, I know Zach Wilson was playing poorly, but who this roster is devoid of anything. Um, it was, it might be the dude, best professional quarterback playing football in New York. Mike, that, that. Well, it's not. Also, sounds way cooler than it is. I think it does. Um, <laughs> 301 yards. Though, right? can, can we say 300, 300 yards for Zach Wilson? No turnovers, Mike. Yep. That's. Uh, he did fumble. He did fumble. He had a fumble. Oh, he fumbled lost? I did not actually see that one. He did. I, I also turned this off. Uh, the, the Texans kept it so. He was, he was uh, scrambling. Got it knocked out. Yep. Um, Garrett Wilson, Mike, had a nice day. You figure he will when, when Zach Wilson has a day like this, right? Zach Wilson's going off. He better be throwing it to Garrett Wilson. Almost 10 – was it 9 or 10 catches, 100 yards? Um, right. And lastly, Brees Hall, Brees Hall, as we told you to to play him, right? Play Brees, can't run, Can't run the football for shit, but he sure can catch passes. Can we stop – I've gotten a couple questions on Dalvin Cook. Can we just let that be what it is? It's done. I did see somebody was like, what do you guys think? Do you want to buy him? Yeah, I'll pay a fifth for next year. No. <laughs> I won't pay anything. You might, might rather have that fifth, huh? <clears throat> CJ Stroud, Mike, uh, this was a concerning day in a number of ways. Maybe there was something to Eric's like weather thing, but if we're going to do weather, people, it needs to be player-specific, right? I'm not fading fucking stars, but even then, right? If you were to tell me that CJ Stroud doesn't play well, well in bad weather... Maybe you get a little bit of caution, right? But I'm not – fucking Zach Wilson threw for 301 yards in the same fucking conditions. Well, <laughs> like, I, I feel bad. Um, you know, I, I asked you guys the question. You guys said it doesn't matter. I know it was on the rebuilding team, but we were we were unanimous on uh, Damian Pierce over Devin Singletary, and that turned out to not be the right play. Uh, that's true. You should have played Devin Singletary, huh? 13 for 65 and a touchdown and four for nine. So, actually, Mike, for me, it was better to play Damian Pierce. Exactly. But so, you should say thank you. Well, I got to at least put it out there like, hey, you know. I asked. I asked, and it wasn't my fault. I wasn't the only one that said this. Nico Collins didn't do jack shit today. He left um, very, very early. Very early with that calf yeah. injury. Unfortunately, yeah. Nobody on this Texans offense was worth the shit. What do we know about, uh, like, what, what do we have anything on this injury for Nico? Uh, supposedly it's the same calf that he injured earlier in the year that he missed some time. So now you're going to be a little bit worried. Oh, sheesh. 
Good. Yeah. That's a good way to end. It's a great way to end the uh, the recap, huh? Very sad. Yeah, that's not ideal. That's actually that's kind of a whole arrow down for this offense too, because that's you're talking if they're out without Nico and Tank Dell. Um, <laughs> now it's Noah Brown and Robert Woods, baby. And Noah Brown literally didn't do anything today. Robert Woods found a way to become negative today. One catch for minus two. Uh, I guess you yikes. could say John Mechie, but we haven't seen him all year. Catch for six yards. Let's fire up Xavier Hutchinson, boys. Go pick him up off your waiver wire. Brevin Jordan, Mike. Three for 35. Finally. Out of that, uh, that third that you traded me for Brevin Jordan way back when a couple years ago is finally paying off for you, buddy. Yep. So, um, cool. Great. It was awesome, right? <laughs> cool. Great. Great. All it. right. Uh, I think that's all we got, man. Um, Canton, can we get the lights off or something? I don't know. Turn them off. Let's get out of here, Canton. All right, well, I didn't even get the cool turnoff. But anyway, Mike is delayed to his game, so let's get over to that. We appreciate everybody tapping in. Um, Hope that recap was good for y'all. We'll see you back here, same time, same place, and we hope that you're in the playoffs. Whether you're in or not, we're going to be doing these recaps for every one of the playoff weeks. So we'll see you back here, same time, same place, next week for the recap. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace. Enjoy the game. We'll talk.